0: Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer.
1: Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Get Heavy Vlogcast uh, podcast. Um, still don't know what to call this. It's just We everything. don't know. We've We're just doing it, man. Uh, we got Craig uh, hanging out, uh, my co-host. And we have our guest today, uh, punk rock artist, chris sherry done it for everybody i mean tons of bands he's done art for you've seen it we've all seen it uh Mm -hmm. to name a few i mean the the big one is the descendants he's a descendants artist he uh helps create all the fun t-shirts they do everything he's the guy so we are excited to have him here in this time of chaos that we are all in so what's up chris thanks for joining us
2: Hey, thanks very much, John. Thank you, Craig. Um, nice to nice to see you guys. It's it's nice getting to contact you know anybody in this time because like it's so weird. It's like I'm so used to going to shows and like that's right. where I'd be, and I can't I can't do that right now. Obviously,
1: exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. The last I saw you was in January at a uh, Youth Brigade in Good Riddens in San Francisco. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: you know, it's so funny, too, because, like, this year, I decided, you know, you always make these New Year's resolutions, and you think, okay, well, I'm going to do this differently, I'm going to do that, and, you know, for me, a lot of times, it's, like, these are bands that I want to work with or whatever, but I decided, okay, well, I'm going to finally start, like, making a list of every show that I see this year, and I'm not kidding, like, I started doing it this year, and it was, like, it was off, like, gangbusters, it was, like, January and February, it was, like, bam, 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 (laughs) three shows, and it was, like, cool, It's like, I was 20 again or something, and then suddenly, it's nothing like, yeah. the one year that i decided to do this and like there's there's nothing
0: yeah yeah it's, you have nothing so to catalog weird.
2: yeah it's so weird so looking back on it it's going to be like whoa january and february is uh oh yeah and then corona
0: yeah awesome. yeah, yeah. January, it'll be forever february, corona you know what I mean? Yeah. you'll remember january, this shit February, forever.
1: We're, a, we're a great beginning of the year and march has been the longest year ever
0: oh yeah, yeah. it's been the longest decade ever i mean yeah, it's yeah.
2: It, and it, and I realize like how much like, you know, like, well, for you, for example, John, like, I mean, I'm used to seeing you frequently, you know, yeah. throughout the year, like we, yeah. we get together and, and it's just these chance encounters too. I mean, I don't ever know. Exactly. Who we don't, we with, don't ever, and I don't know where I'm going to wind up. So, you know, it's like, it, it's so nice to have that consistency. And then when there's not, you realize how much you really, you know, kind of need it. Right. And like, without it, it feels, it feels really, really wrong.
1: Yeah. 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 It's the stuff that you take for granted that you don't really think about where you're like, Hey, this is something like, you don't think about what you do all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, it's, it's all, you know, it's like, it's like having a bathroom in your house, you know, right. the bathroom is something you don't think about. Of course think now about we, do. we think every oh, yeah. single time we go. <laughs> exactly. I to <laughs> yeah. go.
0: Exactly. Now you load you're your like, shotgun out before you go to get some toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, it's definitely been a, uh, it's, it's a weird time to, like, not be seeing, you know, for, for everything to be done. I mean, no one is doing it. That's the thing is, like, we're all at home.
2: Yeah. Well, and, you know, it, it's funny because, like, since we are all at home and, like, everybody's trying to take advantage of, like, how to, you know, make best of this. So, like, you know, we're doing this right now. And right before this, Bad Cop, Bad Cop were just live and doing their streaming thing. And I was listening to that last night. I was listening to Scott Reynolds and Kevin Seconds has been doing something. And, and, like, all these bands that are going, well, we're kind of screwed. So let's just do some acoustic stuff at home to feel connected. And like. Right. As you're seeing like comments roll by, you know most of the people that are commenting on things, and it's like, we're still there,
1: yeah. we're just not
0: in the same room anymore. Right. We're just, yeah, we're just not at home. We're just well, it's home. weird because like punk rock, specifically, of all the types of genres of music, I mean, you could argue that heavy metal fans are more dedicated, but, I mean, the punk rock community is, is literally based off community. I mean, it's yeah. more so than almost any genre, any type of music. I mean, you know... The, we live and die by our friends and and the and the uh and the people that we have relationships with and even if you do get to see that person once a fucking year you're stoked you know what i mean because you guys we all know what it's like to sit in a van we all know what it's like to have (laughs) to smell someone else's fucking fart for three weeks straight we all understand like you almost have that type of like uh I'm not even going to compare it to war but that war type mentality where right. you have a band of brothers that you've survived a bunch of things with and then now that no one can go out and do anything you you really realize how important community is you know what I mean it's <clears throat> it's pretty shocking that we yeah. can be we can do this you know
1: Yeah yeah I
0: mean, yeah when i was a kid if you would have told me that you could video chat your your buddies across the world, no problem, and then stream it. You'd be like, "What? Why would you need to do that?" <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what whatever, yeah. you know, but like, punk rock is based on such community network, community friendship, uh, everyone helping each other out, or at least at least high five and passing. You know, it's it's uh this is a real wake up call on how important this these people are in your life. You know? Well, it is,
2: you know, and and I had just posted something the other day uh, about uh, punk rock bowling, and and like I I woke up. I guess it was Saturday morning, and like, kind of in a panic, going, "It's not happening in a couple of months," and like, for me, like, I'm sure for so many other people, it's like that's like kicking off the summer, and it's kicking off like, and and I, I'm a high school teacher, so I still have that feeling of summer being like, hell yeah, I got like a few months off, I'm gonna okay. hang out with my friends, and I'm gonna stay out late, and so I still, I, I still very much like I'm in that mindset because my summers are free, so for me, it's like. Th- things are going to get really rad immediately afterwards. And now I am on break and I'm on this huge break, but it's not rad. It's like, I'm at no. home and that's great. I love being around my, my wife and my son. And like, those are my absolute two favorite people in the world, but we can't go out and do like what would be normal Right. You can't enjoy the break. Home. Yeah, we, we can't. So, I mean, you know, we're doing the things at home and, and it's great. I, I'm enjoying having like way more time with them it's just really weird not having any other options
1: right yeah. right 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 so uh so you mentioned you mentioned that you're a school teacher and stuff like that what was it like in the teacher world when everything started coming down and like it was,
2: it, it was weird because like you know you kind of start seeing like memes and stuff beforehand and like I don't, you know, generally pay attention to a lot of the, the news. The world
0: communicated in meme, you know? Yeah, no, I know. And that's really
2: where I, I like, go,
0: oh, <laughs> <So> coronavirus,
2: <laughs> what's that? And then I'll read an article on it, you yeah. know? But it's like, I, it, be, it becomes part of my, like, world because of meme. I, it sounds stupid, but it's Hey,
0: it's no, we, we have That's kids. what we high schoolers kids. do, man. They communicate in meme. It's the new hieroglyphics. Yes.
2: It is. It is. You know? So, um, so you know, obviously, I started kind of like seeing things like that. And then, you know, as it started, like, you know, things are starting to get shut down. The first initial response was, wow, they're really overreacting. Like, Coachella's closing. Well, that, that seems a bit premature. And there were a lot of things that, you know, I was kind of going... Well, that's kind of weird, but then as more and more things started coming down the pike that were getting shut down and it became, you know, like more of a, a threat and a, a problem, kids started getting really worried and nervous, and, and we, we called school on, on Friday of two weeks ago. So after school on Friday, we said, okay, well, we're off on a break for a while, but that Friday um, in my classes, there was about a third of the kids were missing. And in a class of, like, 33, like, having 12 kids gone, it's kind of rad, but, you yeah. know, you also yeah. go, something's really weird going on here. And, you know, like, most of the kids were like, what's going on? Are, are we going to be leaving? Like, and they were looking to me for answers, and I'm going, I don't what meme can I tell you? I mean, I,
0: I don't know, you know, but like, give them I, the hang in their kitten. That's all you can give yeah, them the hang in their kitten. Well, seems to work pretty good for them. Yeah. I mean, it's worked you know, since the 80s. Why not? Yeah, right. So, uh,
2: it, it was weird, and then like immediately afterwards, I have a contact with a lot of my my students. So I, you know, was texting them, you know, right afterwards, and I've been on pretty much a daily thing where I'm, uh, where I'm just getting a hold of them and letting them know, you know, kind of what the school's planning and like, you know, like how things are going for me and me checking in to see how they're doing. And it's weird because, like, you know, as a teenager, your life is about your friends, yeah, yeah. and not being able to see them is it it's really hard for a lot of them. And you know, it's hard for me too. I mean, I, I love being around my students. I, I really do. And, um, it's, it's really difficult not being there, especially with the ones that I know, you know, really need something right now. Like they need yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. to talk.
1: Is there, in their is, life. Is, there a, is there like a few students that you might like reach out to a little more and kind of like, Oh yeah broken product oh, for sure. or, you know just kind of like say hey just we're here for you you know anything or yeah or, is yeah, there, I is mean, there I, anything I... go ahead oh go ahead I was saying, is there, is there anything that you're, like, giving your students to do to kind of, like, help them kill the time, if, any, if more than anything? Yeah, like- I
2: mean, you know, like, almost immediately, I came up with a list of, like, what I would consider to be, like, really good films, like, as a high schooler, you should probably be aware of. And I made a list of, like, 50 things and sent it to them and said, look, I don't know whether, you know, streaming or not, but, you know, you might want to check out some of these things. Because, you know, I teach high school drama, so yeah. I, oh, I was okay. looking for things that I thought were really quality, you know, films like good performances and stuff. You know, and I've been asking them, you know, like questions, like I'll have a question for the day and, you know, just be trying to keep them engaged somehow or another. And on Monday we're going to distance learning. So we're gonna be starting to do a little bit of that where it's supplemental stuff. It's not even like moving forward with what would be their fourth quarter, but it's like, all right, well here's some things that maybe we can do that aren't being even graded it's supplemental stuff so it's like okay we know you're bored so here's maybe some things that you can do so i've been i've been trying i mean you know as much as i can um but monday i'll be meeting with kids for the first time like doing something like this we'll be doing a google meet and uh it'll be good to see them
0: that'll be cool that's cool yeah as um my wife's an elementary school teacher and she they've been making the switch to online curriculum and just really just kind of doing the best they can you know i think a lot of it is just the justify being able to get paid for the rest of the year for all these kids being gone, you know, uh, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's a trip, dude. I mean, how many, you know, and and we forget too, is like, I'm fortunate enough to where my kids go to a decent school where most of the kids are happy, but my wife teaches in a very poor, very, very, very poor school where a lot of kids do not have a good time at home. Schools are saving grace. School is the only place they're guaranteed a meal. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? So it, it's really hard because she's at, she goes from doing damage control all day. You know, she has 40 students in her class, fourth graders, six of them have been ex- expelled before, you know what I mean? And it, it's a tough deal, but she went from being frustrated when they're not listening in there to going from that to being worried about them at home because some of their home <laughs> lives are terrible. Some of those kids yeah. aren't getting treated well at all. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, and then you you're hauling you, you know? With
2: those yeah, wow. it's it's pretty gnarly. I mean, there's there's been a lot that, you know, our principal's been doing to let us know about what sort of mental health facilities are available for students and for teachers. Because I know that there are some teachers that are, you know, having a really hard time with things as well. But I mean, really, it's it's more about the kids. And like, especially if you're in an abusive home, like, what are you going to do when yeah. you're, you're paid to stay home with that abuser.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. tough. You got to yeah, hide from really- your piece of shit old man every day when he comes home. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. man. like where you had school where you could go. Wow, yeah. school's awesome.
2: You yeah. get beat.
0: You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I keep joking that this is really going to show who who is a good parent and who is a good husband or wife. You know what I mean? It's and true. it's like, I, you know, we've been on lockdown for two weeks, and I, me, and my wife. I'm fortunate enough to where I'm working from home. I'm kind of in a teaching position as well. Um, and so I'm not losing money. My wife's not losing money. Right. And so we, at least we're not worrying about that, you know, but there's couples that are losing money on both ends. I mean, I know John and you know, your, your wife, you you guys are, you know, absolutely out of work essentially. But um, yeah. you know, that is so much stress on a marriage and a relationship and a, a child household. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, well, yeah, you know, and every my kids aren't used to having me at home all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, well, and every uh, problem
2: under the surface is going to come to the surface when you're stressed like that, and right. when you can't escape those people. <laughs> John you know? Space it's, it's says it all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And when you yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, well, how
2: are you doing with all that, John? Because I mean, this is this is your livelihood.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're completely shut down right now. I was supposed to be going on. Uh, a two month tour starting, I was supposed to be flying to, flying to Texas today. Uh, oh. Tour would start on Tuesday and it was gonna be two months. I mean, I was basically gonna get a tour till Punk Rock Bowling. Right. And, and that's all, I mean, everything's done, everything's on hold, all of our numbskull stuff, everything's just being canceled. And I'm just kind of like, I'm of the thing of like, everyone is in the same boat. You know, I right. know so many people in the music industry, I know so many musicians, everyone that's livelihood is based on this and i'm just kind of like well i don't you know what i mean like i i, I don't want to stress out about it because there's nothing you can really stress about
2: there's yeah stress well the other about. thing is who are you going to complain to you know like exactly. everybody else is going. <laughs> yeah <Exactly>. i know
1: <laughs> exactly i know trust me yeah and you're just like you're, like there's no one to complain to about this so yeah. it's just kind of like you know just kind of roll with it and see what happens, you know. Just have a little faith that, you know, you can't get kicked out of your house if they're going to kick everyone out of the. You know what I mean? They can't kick everyone out of their
0: houses at the same yeah. time. Yeah, who are they going to move in there? Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah who's who's moving who's at this fucking time? renting houses right now? You know. Yeah. Want, yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. yeah exactly. Kick me out. Who are you going to move in, dum dum? Yeah, I
2: saw some place was some city was saying, you know, like they were going to go on a uh, a rent strike. And it was like, you know, and the bottom line was they can't kick us all out. And absolutely, like, what are you going to do? Like, if you're if you're a landlord, you're going to have to just suck it up because there's no way that you can go great. Well, we're kicking everybody out. and Then you have zero income. Plus, you have nobody in those places to eventually
0: pay you not only that, all the major lenders are allowing you to defer your payments on your mortgages for 120 days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, it's, you know, I, I don't own a home, so it's easy for me to be like, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? But (laughs) it's, you know, the realistic thing is, is this guy's got a nut that he's got to make. And it's, I mean, unless you're a real estate mogul, that's, you know, it's like, these are guys that maybe own one house and have a rental, you know what I mean? So, right. you know, the, that, that mentality of like, fuck everyone is it's, it, it, it trickles to everyone else. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. I mean, somebody pay the rent, pay paying. the rent, you know, but if you're not able to, then, Hey man, you're not able to, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, I think where where are ahead. you based out of? I'm
2: up in Northern California. I'm in, I'm in Stockton, the city that went uh, bankrupt. <laughs> oh, okay. Crazy.
0: There you go. <laughs> how, and how is the climate up there? I mean, is it on, is everything on lockdown? Is it pretty
2: much? Yeah. Pretty much,
0: right?
2: Really are. Um, we live right off of like a miracle mile here in town. So it's like okay. where we have like independent shops and stuff. And, um, you know, we take the dog out walking and, you know, we occasionally walk down the street um, and there's like, nothing's open. And so, and those are all independent places. So when you're walking by all those places that are all closed up, it, I mean, it feels really eerie. It's, it's like a ghost town. It's like nothing's really happening and there's some traffic, but not much of anything. So it's, um, it's weird. And then you go outside and it's been beautiful, you know, like it, you, and I, I was, I was mentioning this to somebody else and it's like. I would expect that under these sort of weird conditions, that there, you know, there's burning rubble and there is planes overhead right. and choppers and you know there there's green fog ever. There's nothing. Like you go outside and you go, it's a beautiful day. It's like I want to go out and walk the dog and I can do that, but I can't go really much of anywhere else. And it just it feels so out of place with what I thought this sort of situation would look like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like we're all just forced into our homes. Yeah, I never I never pictured this. I never pictured no. anything like this.
2: Well, no, and and like in films, you know, like anytime they're talking about like any kind of pandemic sort of thing, this is not at all what it's looked like.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one has ever mentioned yeah. I've never heard of social distancing. No. Before January or whatever. And it's it's amazing
2: how like suddenly there's terms that become like very, very commonplace. So you got social distancing, you've got distance learning and stuff like that. Three weeks ago, you had no idea what they were talking
0: about. Not even a clue. Someone would have told you to social distance. You'd be like, get off Facebook? Okay. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I'd love to do that. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Yeah, it's very – I mean, you know, and I could see with all of this happening so fast, I could see when people were like, they're preparing us for martial law and just seeing how fast they could do it. And it's like, well, hey, man, you know, what are you going to do if they are, dude? (laughs) First of all. And then second of all – you're still in your house so i mean i don't know what to tell you you know like i just got paperwork uh emailed to me a couple of days ago basically if they do completely lock down i have paperwork that allows me to go to and from my work you know because i'm yeah. i've been deemed essential but yeah. i mean to have paperwork in your hand to be yeah. able to prove you're leaving your house is a terrifying thought especially for an american i mean you know yeah. you, this you know it's it's just so unprecedented and so scary, like in certain different ways, you know, and you can let your mind wander into all sorts of different dark avenues, i mean, and of course we have been time to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we got time, and we've been you know being punk rockers, we've been raised on fuck the establishment, they're never there <laughs> for you, you know what I mean, and so all these things, it's like you don't know what you know what are you supposed to do, fight a revolution or try to stay healthy i don't I don't right.
1: know <laughs> you know, so with yeah. uh So, so, so noting on all the downtime, um, like there's one thing that I've noticed where like, you know, I work from home and it's like, okay, the downtime, granted my business is kind of shut down, but there's also stuff that I could do, but I have not, I have, it's been very hard to find motivation. Yeah. Like motivation has been just like, I have, it is impossible to find the motivation. Like, I I mean, for the first week I didn't even want to put on pants, you know, have you, uh, has there been, I mean you work you're an artist self-motivated self-pushing no one is behind you going like i mean i'm sure there's people bugging you for stuff because that's just how it because some people are just punishers but what are you doing are you doing anything to help help motivate yourself is there something like did did you experience a bit of like I don't want to do anything. I just kind of want to lay around and spray cheese whiz in my mouth and like, Oh yeah.
2: I mean, you know, I, it would be great to say, no, this has been the most productive time in my life and this is awesome. And it, there's nothing awesome about this. I mean, apart from, you know, maybe having more time to, to spend with your family. That is yes. Awesome. Like granted that is, but like all the other times, like my wife and I, we work all the time anyway. Yeah. So I get yeah, done. Well, yeah. I come home and I work. So my work day is, you know, 13, 14 hours a day, every day anyway. Right. So now that this has happened and disrupted what would be my normal going to school time, that time then is like very much up in the air. And I'm like, what am, what am I doing? So it feels really, really strange. Because on, on one hand, it looks like on paper, you've got all this extra time, but you really do Don't because a lot of time is, is spent me thinking about, well, what am I going to be doing with my kids when I finally am starting to meet with them again? Um, and, and then, you know, just the thought about what is going on, where are we going to, how can I stay sane in any of this process? So yeah, there's, there's definitely been days where I've just gone. I really can't do much of anything. The thing that's kind of like propelled me is, um, if I'm feeling that way and I'm feeling like things really suck, I like getting new information and I like getting new things thrown at me. So if I like that, if I'm not contributing and I'm not doing something, I can't expect I'm gonna be getting that from somewhere else. So okay. I've been using that to go, all right, if I continue making things, it's keeping my brain active and it's, it's allowing for other people who are maybe having a lot of extra time just sitting around going, well, what's he up to? I'm trying the best that I can to be working on art projects that are strictly for me. They are, they, they're not tied in with any other band. It's not like an assignment or anything. It's just things that I want to do. So if I feel like drawing and you know, I, I just, I drew El Jefe today and I, I did the Beatles. That's something that I just wanted to do for myself. Right. It's not anything. I'm not doing it for fad. I'm not doing it for a new no effects thing. It's just, it's something that I want to do and it can keep me going. And if I give myself these mini projects and I say, okay, well, by the end of the week, I want to do, you know, the cast of Napoleon Dynamite. I want to do this it's it's really keeping me going. And if I can be doing that, then Lori can be down in the basement sewing and doing her artwork. So if I stay busy, she'll be busy. And that kind of then motivates one another. And okay. that's what we pretty much doing today. But yeah, there's there's definitely been days where I've just, I've sat and like, I'm sure like you guys have been doing, you know, I've just looked at social media stuff and got bombarded with all sorts of things that are like, Hopeful articles and then you know pessimistic articles and everything in between, and um, that's taken up a lot of my time. And I'm sure, like with anybody, the, the, their screen time usage on their phone, they're going to be getting these prompts going. You're up five
0: thousand percent today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course I am. What else am I doing? Yeah. yeah, I told John I found the end of Instagram yesterday. <laughs> they are like, "Nah, you saw it all, dude. Come back tomorrow." it's like, "Oh, yeah. shit." <laughs> I, I mean, so I wanted to ask you, like, as a father, I don't know how old your son is, but. It's 17 okay so i mean he's old he'll old, he's obviously old enough to understand what's going on right. and all this but i mean how do you as a father because i have three young kids two boys and a girl that are teenagers and under you know helping manage their uh paranoia at some points is like or not paranoia but their their stuff like sure. how, how are you how is your son adapting or does he i mean i know he understands the severity of it but how do you yeah, deal with that as a dad
2: you know, it's, it's pretty good for me because my son has been homeschooled since like fourth grade. He's in 11th grade now. So he his his schedule has not been disrupted
0: at all. Oh, okay. So
2: it really hasn't been. And, um, you know, he's very tuned into, you know, like what's going on. So – it's been really easy to just like have like family discussions and kind of like talk about like what's going on. And and he's very aware of that. He doesn't, he's very, very even keeled. He doesn't get really very, um, you know, worried or concerned about too much of anything. So that's been, you know, really nice. There hasn't been any like critical moments where uh, it seemed like he's been, you know, extra stressed out or a lot of anxiety about anything in particular. So, I mean i really haven't had to do a whole lot of anything it's been kind of business as usual for us and, um, you know, he's, since he does homeschool and has done that for such a long time, he's on a different time schedule too. So he stays up really late at night. He's got a boyfriend in, in Liverpool. So the two of them are chatting with each other in the middle of the night. It's like, okay, fine. He's like, nothing's really changed too much for him apart from the fact that he will go and, you know, walk all around town and go to all the stores that he likes looking at and stuff, but he can't do that now you know, so that has been disruptive and that's been weird. So, you know, he's getting a little stir crazy about that, but you know, not inordinately. I mean, it hasn't really, it, it hasn't been really anything to deal with at the moment, you know, and who knows, you know, you can ask me in a month's time and and maybe things are back to normal, but it, who knows where we're going to be by then.
0: No, Do you guys know anyone that's actually like sick, very sick in your area and your family or anything like that? Is, no, has it really no. hit like that up there?
2: No, I'm I'm really fortunate in that there's nobody that we are in, you know, like con- contact with that yeah. that has been contracted, you know, the, the virus. Um I've only read some people that I am acquaintances with that have, you know, wound up being affected by it. But no, luck we've been very lucky.
0: That's okay. good, man. Cool. How cool.
1: about you guys? Uh I don't know anyone I mean <clears throat> Um, uh, Mark Stern went to Dallas, uh, and he thought that he came ac- he came across it. He self quarantined himself for two weeks. Good. He's good now, but he he swears that he had it. Obviously, he didn't get tested. There was right. no testing done. Um, but um, I don't know anyone personally that like you know has gone gotten super sick. Right. You know, yeah, a bunch yeah. of people like think they have it. I think I have it. Whenever I cough, laying in bed, you know what I mean. I lay there. I'm like, oh my god, I've never had a tickle. I haven't had a tickle like that in forever. Why am I have a tickle? You know. Yeah. But uh, no.
0: Yeah, my brother-in-law is my sister's husband. He's he's been tested for it. He has pneumonia. Um, He's an iron worker, a real gnarly motherfucker. Um, But um, he he dude, he's got straight pneumonia right now. He's at home. Self-isolating. I haven't had we haven't had contact with them in over probably three weeks. You know yeah. what I mean. So I think we're okay. But my family came down with a ton of like weird illness out of nowhere a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, my boy got a stomach flu, started throwing up, had a slow grade fever for a couple days, and we thought, "Fuck, let's assume we have it." And we've been on this is this is actually day fourteen of us quarantining ourselves completely from everyone i don't know if we have it we've had i've had i felt something in my chest a thousand times like just like john every time you take a deep breath you you fucking think you have it you know but every one of us had some sort of weird symptom and ailment you know what i mean and we just thought like you know and then the more you read it's like you you know you don't know they're basically calling the common cold symptoms of corona at this point so You don't know what it is, you know, and I think it's to scare the shit out of you to make you stay home, which is fine, but we've actually literally not been out of the house. I mean, I've been to, I go to a job site that's me and that's it essentially, Um, uh, but I've been working from home, but um, we've been in quarantine for the last 14 days, like seriously, just taking it very serious because I don't want to, you know, I don't feel bad, but I'm understanding now that, you know, um, people are, are, are contagious for, upwards of 20 30 days at sometimes yeah without any symptoms you know so it's like we but my brother-in-law he i mean that dude is down dude i mean, in bed pneumonia they said he's waiting on the the test to come back hopefully monday or tuesday and to find out whether he has it or not you know but um yeah i mean and i i have a mother that's going through cancer treatment and you know all these things so you are just you so become so paranoid you know what i mean about what it is you're doing, who you're touching, who you're even around. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. No way. You're good. You're
1: good. I like it. I like it.
0: He's biting that Corona, bro. <laughs> All right.
1: The dog, the dog recognized Corona. Yeah. What kind of dog you got? Scary? No, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, uh, a big, a big, big scary dog.
2: She is, yeah. She's a, she's a Malinois, uh, uh, a, a, yeah, I, and she's uh She basically looks like a German Shepherd. Yeah. Oh, cool.
0: cool. Yeah. Those are cool dogs, man.
2: Yeah, they're they're police dogs. Yeah, um, for sure. And we're not, you know, training yeah. her to be a police dog. She's a guard dog, and she does her job very, as you heard, she yeah, does. Her yeah.
0: Job that's good yeah that's good. i love when people get mad that their dogs are doing what they're supposed to do oh yeah <laughs> like dude that's literally what you bought them for right um, to bark well, at we are, people we were gonna yeah. name
2: her officer murder because like <laughs> we, we wanted to be out like in a park or something and just go officer murder get back and you know like yeah. her, oh, oh yeah. people out like nobody's gonna mess with you yeah uh,
1: that's funny have you, uh, have you found time to kind of catch up on any projects that you had off to the side or have you even hit that point
2: yet? You know, I wish that I could say that I have a, uh, one thing that I, I know for sure that I'm, I've been like working towards and like now it's just a matter of putting it together. Like the last zine that I did was in 1987. So it's time to start doing a couple zines. Nice. And actually, you, you know, I, I had like all these drawings that I've been stockpiling with, with like the you know specific intent of doing something with and um so i'm just gonna have to start like physically putting it together and i i always thought i was gonna have them for punk rock bowling you know like print up maybe a hundred of them you know explain a number them, and then you know have them for sale for like five bucks or something um but that's something that i have been building up the material for but I haven't actually like physically put them together or anything yet. So yeah, I I am kind of like working towards that. Um, And then (laughs) this is such a stupid idea. So then I thought it would be kind of funny to do a zine of all these portraits and call it centerfolds and like, it be a half-size zine so that you open it up and every single drawing is split down the middle and, like, half is on one side. <laughs> half is on the other. And, like, no purpose for it. It's just, like, called centerfold. Hell yeah, dude. All these portraits. And you actually have to physically, like, hold it up to, like, look at it and see what it is. It just seems like the stupidest thing, but I thought, no, that's a novel idea. Like, I you should like do that.
0: A, uh, you need to do a fake Playboy cover for it. Right, yeah, right, right.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That'd be funny. So I
2: thought maybe I'll do that. Well, and then I want to do one that's um that's like some of my favorite album covers. And then you know I've been doing Sharpie drawings of them for a while. Yeah. And then another one that I'm going to do is uh, a memes one that's just like all the drawings that I've been doing of memes. Uh, and you know using the danzig kitty litter one on the front, nice. and um, like that's that's the cover. I mean I already figured great. that part out you know, but with no captions or anything. So it's just the drawings, Um, you know, and I figure I've got, you know, these stacks of things. So like, that is something that I, I guess in a way, like I said, I've been working towards, but but I haven't like had like this big project where I've gone, all right, well, I need to, you know, like work on resurfacing the floors in the house. Like nothing like that.
1: Right, right, right. Um, So I, we were, we were talking about this a little bit before we came on the air, but uh, you have recently, Become a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. Yeah. <laughs> and Craig, love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Welcome
0: to the world.
1: He yeah. the greatest yeah. thing ever. Uh, what is your just like, being a new Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, I want to know your enthusiasm for it. I want to hear, I, what are you thinking about? Like, what do you think? Oh,
2: so first of all, like we had, like my wife and I had tried watching it like years and years and years ago. Like, we got, like, one, you know, like, disc when you rented discs from Netflix. And we got one, of like, the first season or whatever. And we watched part of it. And we went, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it just didn't strike us. So we were like, okay, well, we watched, like, 10 minutes. Nah, I don't think so. And then my wife got, uh, somebody had contacted her and said, hey, we, you know, want you to be a part of this art show, and you're going to do a Larry David piece. So she was like, okay, well, this is research. So we need to be watching some episodes. So, okay, fine. We can do that. <laughs> So we started right at the beginning and it was like, all right, well, episode one. So we watched it and we're like, oh my God. And it's like it, you know, I've had people describe it as like, <laughs> Seinfeld felt on steroids. So I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> so this is, this is great. Like yeah. they can say bad words and it's like far more narcissistic and far more disagreeable and like everything. So, I mean, we've just gotten hooked so now the morning routine is get up have a cup of coffee watch curb your enthusiasm maybe walk the dog get to some art come back maybe walk the dog coffee, <laughs> watch some curb your enthusiasm so i mean we're yeah. watching four episodes a day now and, oh dude right. and it's great and what, what, what
0: season about. are you on right now what you're on uh... we're just in the middle of season four. Oh, so. you is jb smooth in it yet not yet. Oh, no, not God. Yet. <laughs> uh, I know. It he, just he, gets so mentioned. good, man.
2: And, and, yeah, no, he's he's currently uh, in rehearsals for the producers. So he's working. Right, he's, yeah. He's just got uh, David okay. just taken over as yes. – um, Oh,
0: yeah. so good, man. It so, gets so – I mean, Larry David – my wife calls Larry David her spirit animal, dude. I mean, he just – he is so – it's so incredibly – because I wasn't a Seinfeld fan. Like, I just didn't yeah. – I just didn't watch. I was too young. Didn't give a shit. But I swear I live and die by that fucking guy, dude. That, he he literally, he That's takes right. every situation I've ever been in the way I'd love to take, like to do it. You know what I mean? Like, well, and
2: I guess my wife was reading and, and, you know, like Larry David had said, yeah, this is the way that like, I see things in my head, like how I'd like to respond. Right. I don't, yeah. I'm like, but I found like the more that we've been watching, the more I'm, feeling like I'm prone to respond like he would, for example. Yeah. So we, we haven't gone out of the house, but we've gone to the grocery store. And like, normally I'm very even keeled. We're out, we're doing things, whatever. Um, so we're, we're, we go to two grocery stores. That was the first mistake, right? You go to the one and, you know, you mm-hmm. want to kill people. And then you go to the second one and you're ready to actually do it. So we go to the first one and a lady, an older lady cuts in front of us, you know, in front of, there's a line to get in and she cuts up in the front. And, you know, we're, it's like this Larry David moment. We're just looking around going, lady, do you see the line back? Like, what do you yeah. mean? So then I kept having this fantasy about, like, rolling her over in my cart. And I was like, but I can't do that. So every time we'd get by her, like, Lori would just say something. Well, there's that lady thinks she's better than everybody else. And I'd you know, chime in with, well, she's like 90. She doesn't have much time. So, and I was going, okay, I know I'm veering into some bad territory. Like, I shouldn't do that. Right. Then we get to the second grocery store, and I'm waiting in line. And of course, you've got like your social distance. I'm I'm six feet away from the other guy, and this guy cuts in front of me. He like just walks in between, and I go, "Hey, the line is back here." Like I'm giving this guy some room. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So he goes, and this is no joke. He stands three inches from me. He just walks right behind me and stands really? three. <laughs> in- and I turn around and like. I can see myself transform into Larry David. I was like, what are you doing? Back up. I'm not even kidding right now. Get away from me. And another guy was like, hey man, be cool. He didn't mean anything. And I was like, no, you stop. And you know, and I'm yeah. yelling at this old man in the grocery store. And like, I'm thinking, like, the chain of events with Larry David is I would be rolling around with the floor with him, like punching right. him, like next. Right, right, right. Luckily, I didn't get to that point. But I, yeah. I like found myself like reacting. In a far more volatile manner, because I've been
0: conditioned. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, man, Larry. He'll like do it to it. you. And,
1: and, yeah, and it, it does. does. The thought of even seeing you get like that with some <laughs> other person just is completely, completely mind blowing to me. I wish I could have saw that.
2: Well, it was weird because, like, afterwards, I was like, "Do I feel bad about this?" And Lori was like, "No." Yeah, what is that, that guy? And I'm like. That's why I married you. you yeah, know? Yeah. Always got my back. That's good.
0: Get that so, sick son of a bitch away from me.
2: <laughs> I know. And, you know, and then everything about the guy, like, pisses me off. I'm looking at him. I'm going, look at you, you stupid 80-year-old man with your purple nose from drinking your entire life. And I'm just going through, like, this litany of abuses that I'm going to hurl at him. And, I, you know, I didn't. But – yeah. man, I was thinking
0: about it. Yeah, uh, that's funny. It'll do uh, it to you, man. Just wait till so Larry. Crazy. Just wait till you realize that Larry David wears a MAGA hat to keep people away from him, dude. <laughs> it's so good. You're you that one. are so good. Away from him. <laughs> <laughs> my,
1: it's the best thing I've ever is, seen. Uh, when when you see the Bill Buckner episode, that's that's probably one of my favorite episodes. There you go.
2: Do you know what season that's in?
1: I think it's like six, maybe. five. Yeah, it's in the middle there. We'll be there tomorrow, maybe. You're close. Yeah, we'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> right, course, right. Man. So on, the, on, the, on more of the idea of binge watching, um, is there anything that you have seen that someone has recommended to you on the Netflix or on the TV or on the movies or anything like that? That is, Oh, like- yeah. Well,
2: for sure. You know, we're, we're all watching, you know, Tiger King. You oh, know, yeah.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: and, and it was so amazing how, like, it just – that fast, like, somebody goes, dude you got to be watching Tiger King. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And of course, Lori, when she's down in the basement sewing, she listens to podcasts. So she spends all of her time sewing and listening to podcasts. So she had already listened to um, a podcast about Joe Exotic and, and all of that stuff beforehand. And she had told me about it. And she said, oh yeah, I, you know, I listened to a great big thing on that. So yeah, let's let's give it a shot. So like the, the two of us, just like everybody else, yeah. starts watching it. And you know, you just can't get enough of it, and you're just it's going. It's
0: so oh. good, dude. It's you're really the
2: worst good. people in the world, but I can't turn away.
1: Yeah. I I want to uh, I want to interview uh, I want to interview Stefan on this thing and see who he voted for. Because now oh. they're so exotic ran for Congress. I'm like, <laughs> that's a
2: really good point.
1: That's his state. You know what I mean? It is. Take it or leave it. It's your state, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's
2: an <laughs> well, amazing and, show, man. And that's where the term Okies comes from Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: you know, I, I mean, uh, it's it's fascinating, you know, and the thing that really got me is at the very, very end when they're talking about, you know, like in the wild, there's like 4,000 tigers that are in the wild. And then in captivity in the United States, there's somewhere between five to 10,000. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's
0: shocking. That's insane, dude. It, yeah. It's so insane
2: because you do start thinking about it and you go, okay, I hate saying this, but in a way, Crazy Joe Exotic has got a point in that if there weren't, would we be in a, a point of extinction at this right. point? Right,
0: yeah. yeah. I don't know.
2: And by no means am I saying, yes, good for you, like you're doing the right thing. Not at all. Yeah. But you do kind of go, what? You know, and, and like as crazy as it is, like they show those newborn cubs and you're going, and that's why this exists. Because like you see the cubs and you just go, oh, but they're so cute.
0: Oh, and dude, they, I'm absolutely guilty of letting my kids pet baby tigers. <laughs> when we went on a cruise to Ensenada, we were like walking through their strip, dude. We go into like a senor frogs or whatever. And they have fucking little tigers and Jaguars in this cage. Me and my wife are three sheets to the wind with our kids you know, in Mexico. And we drag them into this fucking cage, like asshole parents. Right. And we're holding these baby tigers. And of course it's all the money goes to donation, like every single yeah, right. Se- right. Yeah. So we're too dumb to know. But we're in there, and my boy wants nothing to do with it. He's like, I am not. He's he's young enough to where he's like, no, these things are terrifying. Yeah. So we're all, no, it's cool. We drag him in there, dude. And he gets in there, and he's holding him. And it's like making these incredibly cute sounds. I mean, just the cutest ever, as cute as yeah. you could possibly imagine, right? And this thing looks at my boy and fucking goes, yeah, and bites him in the back of his arm. <laughs> like, his heart, as hard as he can bite him without breaking skin. And we're like, oh, and I'm about to chuck the fucking tiger out of this You know what I mean? So I'm like sitting here, and now they're throwing money at us. to like, help, no, you don't. That's okay. Like, and my boy's like, oh, just sitting there dying. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, what an asshole. We just yeah, walked yeah. out. Well, we and went, and like, that's why those things are Thanks. You know, but you see it, and
2: like, it, especially if you're three sheets to the wind, you're not going. Yeah. This is this ethical? Like, yeah. that's not the <laughs> yeah, first question course. comes to your mind. I wrote it's a sign that says it goes to donations, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's for their their protection and the betterment of the. Speech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At a bar in Sonata.
1: Perfect. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, that sounds good. Oh, These fine. seem
2: like PETA's okay with this. Totally.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. It's I know right, that, anyway. that 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 show is weird because like I watch episodes and I'm like. Man, I feel bad for Joe Exotic. Man, Joe Exotic is a horrible person. Yeah. Man, I feel like it's like every single person in that thing, like they did such a good job in making you sympathize for them. Yes. And hate them. Yeah,
2: because at the end of the day, you're going, you guys are scumbags. Like there's oh, yeah. no getting around that. But you do have those moments where you go, but you weren't always a scumbag. And I feel yeah. bad that somebody touched you as a little boy. Oh, like Oh, whatever.
0: Guy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. But, guy. Yeah, he yeah, got you yeah. diddled. You turn out to be a scumbag. He got yeah, diddled yeah. to the fucking Ozarks and back. That kid. Yeah, that is just.
1: And that's <laughs> like, oh, never
0: cool. Yeah.
2: But that oh, does not justify yeah. like yeah. you turning into like the piece of crap that you are. Like well, it does.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's a compelling story. But we all know it's Carol's fault. So. Oh, matter. of
2: course. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. That's amazing, uh, but, man.
2: So that, yeah, you know, and the funny thing about that is like, that has been the great equalizer. It's like, and I tell my kids this, my, my students at school all the time. I'm like, here's your world, here's my world. And the only time we intersect is in my class. That's it. Like, right. like we're totally different. But now, this, you know, being quarantined and having Tiger ki- like, okay, great. Now that is the great equalizer. Like, now <laughs> we're all. <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't won't. have toilet paper, and we love the Tiger King. So, okay. we all
0: know that meth makes you gay. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Or it <laughs> can. Make- it we can. It doesn't. I know. I'm just, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> anyway. uh, well, cool. Well, uh, we mentioned uh, when we were talking earlier, like maybe do like a little quick, uh, quick quarantine drawing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Well, all right. Let's, let's
2: see. Go. How are we gonna do this? Because like, I, I got.
1: You know, whatever, however it works for you. You know, like-
2: I, I don't know what, what you can see
0: because I can't even see me. So, uh, oh, you can't see you. Uh,
1: can you see anything? What's if going you, on? Yeah, we can
0: see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah,
1: we see you. We see your. We pull
0: your pull your screen down a little bit. We'll see your page perfectly. All right.
1: So like back. this, right there. Yep. Does that work?
0: Yeah. That's it. All right.
2: Yeah, I did this earlier today. There's El Jefe.
0: Nice. Oh, oh, that El Jefe. All right. El Jefe for no effects. Yeah. All right.
1: What am I? What am I doing here? I don't know what 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 makes you think of quarantine what is the quarantine uh what does the quarantine look like in your head and sharpies draw, sharpie drawings
2: that's that's really oh man i i don't know i don't know i can just uh tell you what
1: let's see so uh you started doing these drawings uh, a few years ago really what inspired you to do these kind of sharpie drawings like this
2: Um, boredom. I, you know, I was doing standardized testing at school one day and, um, it was, it was right around, uh, Lincoln's birthday and, um, you know, I'm, I'm proctoring these tests and the kids are all busy and I'm sitting at the desk and there's paper and there's Sharpie pens by me and that's about it. So, you know, I'm doing the best that I can to watch them and kind of like make sure everything's going good for the test. And um, you know I'm bored, so I just start kind of doodling, and uh, I'm like, oh cool, I'll draw, you know, President Lincoln, and that was really fun. So I was like, well, that was kind of cool, and that was easy. I had the you know like the tools right by me and everything. So maybe what I should be doing is is doing some more of those. So I started to do more, and um, it just really kind of took off, and then I became kind of obsessed with doing it. And uh, you know, the next thing I know, I you know I've done as far as the Sharpie ones. Uh, f- several hundred of them
1: oh yeah yeah i am i actually own a couple uh you you gave me one one time let me grab mine real quick so, so, we can
0: so how long have you been doing art for like say the synods you've got a long long relationship with those guys right
2: yeah i it's been almost 30 years that i've been working with them um right. so yeah it's it, it's been quite a while, you know, we, we first met up in, um, in Fort Collins, Colorado, where, you know, the band's been located for a while, mm-hmm. um, and um, I was going to school there, and I had just been doing some artwork for Flyers, and they liked it, so I was like, well, cool, well, let's, let's see about doing some, uh, some stuff for t-shirts, and uh, it just kind of went from there.
1: Wait, who came up with the idea for The Descendants to do a, a different t-shirt for every show?
2: That was that was really my thing, um and it was mainly because, like, after I, I don't know, can you even see that? Hey man, oh. wash your hand.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold it up there. Here. Oh, yeah. Have, yeah. Hey man. <laughs>
1: perfect.
0: I don't know. Uh, I, I can't it. multitask very that's, well.
2: Uh, no, so no, so no. Right, that's yeah. perfect. That that's perfect.
1: That was fun. That was fun. Hey, hey man, that, wash that was your hands. Crazy.
2: <laughs> anyway, and I, as I say that, I go and I grab my face. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, but as, as far as like doing the, uh, the uh, t-shirts and stuff for all the shows, um, when Bill finally got better, um, you know, he had called me up and, and it was really weird because he had called me and he had left a message on the, on the machine. And, you know, my wife had got it, she goes, when I got home from school, she was like, "Um, Bill just called and he's out of the hospital, like, you need to hear this message. And I was like, okay. And it was, it was like somebody had like rolled back like 20 years on Bill, like suddenly he he has like way more energy and he sounds youthful and he's like hey Chris so I'm out of the hospital and like everything's like really good and so like uh, we're gonna start playing some shows and I was like all right well so this is this is kind of a like a really big deal and who knows how many more shows we have like coming up so this is you know 2010 so I said all right well you know if we kind of like look at every show from here on out as being special like you know maybe it's the last one then I think we should commemorate that. And initially it was like, they were going to do a couple of shows and, you know, it kind of like really took off, but I thought, well, you know, let's, let's make each one very special and honor the fact that we can be doing this. And like, you know, what an amazing thing that, you know, here we are still all alive and, and able to, to have this happen. And people are really excited. So, you know, we we did a couple shirts and then it was like, now we're touring and all right, well, let's keep going with this. And, and really, initially, it was just me saying, I'd like to do this. And the other thing was, is that, you know, like I wanted, I wanted people to feel like they were a part of it too. <clears throat> and so like we were honoring the cities that, you know, the bands was playing. Right. And like if, if I live in Cleveland, Ohio, like I want to know that the band cares enough about where I'm from, that they're doing something that relates to me. It's not just like a generic, like oh, Milo goes to Cleveland. Because yeah. like with us, like Milo doesn't go anywhere. So it's not like Milo goes to, <laughs> Milo doesn't go anywhere. it's like, bam, we're in London. This is what the London shirt looks like. Milo doesn't go there. He is there. Yeah. So you know, it, it was really a matter of looking at, like, every single thing as being special and unique. And plus, it just keeps people, like, interested. Because I remember, like, when I was a kid and, you know, Descendants had, like, four shirts. That was it. You know, you only had four. So, like, if you saw a red T-shirt in a crowd and it's 1988, you know without question that that's a Descendants bonus winner tour shirt. That's what it was like. Nobody else had red t-shirts except for descendants. So I thought, well, all right, well, you know, I'm colorful. I, I like having, you know, like a lot of different things besides black shirts. So let's, let's make very different looking pieces. And then you'll have your standard things, you know, like as part of the merch also. And um, I just, I guess it just really took off. I mean, yeah. you know, People seem really excited about it. And I love doing it. I mean, for me, it's just, it's really fun trying to come up with ideas that are really super specific to different places. You know, like I said, Cleveland, I I don't, I haven't been to Cleveland very often. I don't really know what it's like. So we'll talk to the people that live in that area and like, what is special to you? Like, what would this look like? And so the people that are there, it's honoring them. But people who don't know Cleveland might go, why did you do that for a shirt? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's not for you. It's for the people in Cleveland.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. One of my favorite, most recent ones was uh, the Pittsburgh one with uh, the the banana. Oh yeah, the electric banana one. The electric banana, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the first time I went to Pittsburgh with when Flag first played Pittsburgh, uh, that was the first show of their tour when they when they first came out. Oh and really? Bill Bill told me about Johnny Banana for like two nights straight. Yeah. I heard nothing, I just heard about the electric banana and the promoter there and all that stuff and I got all these great stories and I and then I forgot about, all about it completely and then the shirt came out and I, all my friends in Pittsburgh were just like they did the banana they did the electric banana like every Pittsburgh person was stoked anyone outside of Pittsburgh that was probably born after 1993 or whatever has no idea what it is right you know but but still people loved it you know what I mean? And that's, that's Well, cool. you know,
2: and with one like that, it's it's extra cool because like descendants used to play the banana. So yeah. it wasn't just like it was Pittsburgh, it was Pittsburgh plus descendants equals good times. Hell yeah, man. You yeah. know, and like, you know, it's like when when I like on that same leg of the tour too, I think it was when um, you know, they did Raleigh and um, you know, it, corrosion conformity is the only thing I think of when I think of Raleigh. I mean, I don't think of anything else. So I was like, well, we got to do a COC thing. And Bill was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we did that. And it was like, that to me was like, it made perfect sense. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then the funny thing was afterwards is then we did a corrosion, conformity shirt that was a descendants, you know, Milo goes to college, like homage. Yeah. And it was great. Cause I said, you know, Bill normally doesn't do these things, but I was like, Bill, here's, here's the thing. Like, would it be cool if we did like a COC one? And he goes, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's and, right, like, that I guess, was yeah. and I went, yeah, Bill's into it. But it was because it was Crozier conformity and they had played so many shows back together, you know, when they were, you know, touring in like 85, 86. So like, you know, it's, those things are like far more important and far more special. So like, I, I'm so stoked to be able to do that stuff.
1: Cool. That's beautiful, cool. Man. I'm glad that we all get to reap the benefits of your art that you put out in the world. So,
2: well, thanks. Thanks. I, I love it. I mean, it keeps, you know, it's funny to me because like when I go to punk rock bowling and stuff, it's like some people know who I am because of my artwork. And right. so, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who's, who's, kind of known and respected for doing artwork for these bands that i love and it's like oh wow i've i've become someone too like that's kind of right, cool
1: right, right, I right. It. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely hell yeah man definitely well, def- oh yeah here here's here's the one that chris did of me
0: nice. oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so the story so the story behind this i was on tour with uh off i was on tour with off one year and chris hit me up and he's like john I need to get into punk rock bowling, blah, blah, blah passes. And I'm like, oh, of course, like off, like off guest. Come on. Of course. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. You know? So then we're there. I toured there. It's, you know, it's the end of tour. It's chaos. I'm a wreck, you know? And Chris comes walking up and he's like, I see him. And I'm like, oh, hey, cool. He goes, oh, hey, check it out. And he had this one and he had this one and he had an, and he had another one. <laughs> what he gave me for getting them in. And it's like the coolest thing. I've, I, It's one of the coolest things I own in my life. Thank you. Thank yeah.
2: you. Well, you know, but I feel like, like you can't ask somebody for something and then like you don't reciprocate. Like no, that's not
1: cool. Right, right, right. Well, hey, lots of people do that in the community. Well, oh, I
2: know I mean. they do. And like, and you don't want to do things for them. Like you're just yeah. like, seriously, come on. I mean, I know how it is. I know like yeah. the, the punishment that you guys have to endure being TMs is yeah awful. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. if I can offer something as repayment, like, yes, of course I'm going to do that.
1: Well, it's, I greatly appreciate it. I love it every single day. Um, I think uh, we've uh, handled a lot of topics on this. Oh we've yeah, been, man. By, wow. it all. We've had, no, we've, this has been, uh, we've had Beautiful. a great time. Thank you so much for coming <clears throat> and doing this. I can't thank you enough, Chris.
2: Oh, well, thanks for asking me guys. I mean, this is, this is great.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, who knows if we're in quarantine in a couple of months, we might have to do a check-in, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: no, yeah. For sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Nobody's doing anything. So, uh, but yeah, thank you very much. We will uh, go ahead and close it out with that. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Anything you want to add? Anything you nah. want to
2: say? Nah, just, I mean, you know, just take care of yourselves and like, you know, I don't know, be yeah. safe, be smart and and don't, don't take any chances. There's no need to.
1: Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, thanks, man. Well, thank. All right, you, brother. It was
0: a pleasure to meet you, man. You too, Craig.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Thank you for coming with us. Uh, that's going to be it for the Get Heavy Vlogcast podcast. Uh, we will be posting this soon. Keep an eye. Actually, I don't know if I'm telling you this. You're watching it, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys on the flip side.
0: Later.